Julie. Hey, Julie. So nice to hear people shout out our podcast on a Thursday night again. Wouldn't you agree, Danielle? A few of the guys uh, shouted out our podcast. You know, I'm, they did it. I missed the fame, the taste of fame that comes every summer. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, it's sort of a secret thing. You know, it's not as evident as Alyssa's sw- uh, swimwear line. But whenever, <laughs> whenever someone enters the DR and says, hey, Julie, they are actually shouting out our podcast. That's how the listeners communicate that, hey, we're Hey Julie stands, we're Hey Julie listeners. And, uh, you know, shout out to everyone who shouts out us, shouts us out on the on the live show. Exactly. Speaking of the live show, we do have like other episodes to discuss and obviously a lot of feed stuff. But should we immediately just do a quick little round of hot or not? Oh, yeah. Oh, there. (laughs) We had, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do your, I'll let you do your bit, but we had a Laurel Canyon Luke (laughs) on Thursday night. I mean, I tweeted this, but like all the, the episode started with Julie's intro and already it was a shocking start because Julie was wearing a tunic length flared sleeve wrap blouse that was a cacophony of colors it was red it was blue it was purple it was orange it had a tie at the middle it flowed it cinched it was a lot to take in and then the camera cut to wide and she was also wearing flared black bottoms oh i didn't even see on the bottoms because i just i saw they were just like black slacks I didn't see the they flare. Were, they were. How did a I miss the flare. flare? It was a flared up night for Miss Julie Chen Moonves. Julie Chen wore two pieces of flare. Yeah, exactly. She should work at what was it called? Like hooligans? Yeah, Von hooligans or something? Uh, that's an office space reference. For you, um, Chen Zeers, watch a movie. <laughs> um, but. You know, I saw people tweeting, like, is this a cape? What is this? What is she wearing? <laughs> tunic was a I good word. This, yeah, this look was, well, it was tunic length. It was, like, not quite not quite a regular shirt length. I thought this look was brave. Hashtag brave. It was daring. It was pushing the envelope. And so I have to give it a hot. Wow. So just being brave is equal is hot? Yeah, being brave is hot. It's like when women are like, oh, I, I, you know what the hottest thing is? A sense of humor. I don't care what he looks like. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to give this a not. <laughs> <laughs> this was this was art school teacher. <laughs> this was, I'm pulling out my, my ukulele in Laurel Canyon. I'm going to talk about mandolins. This was not hot. Though I, I appreciate crunchy. I appreciate a hippie, a female singer, songwriter, artist in Laurel Canyon. But this Laurel was fair. this was not. This was not yeah. for old Breddy. It's listen, it's not always gonna be us agreeing. We have different tastes, clearly. So we'll have to agree to disagree. But so should we jump back? Um, I guess we have to. We'll jump back Last to the beginning, we- yeah. Yeah, last time we chatted, we just knew that Frenchie was HOH. And boy, was he HOH this <laughs> week. The, the HOH-iest HOH to ever. 
HOH. Ever. It, I mean... What did Travis call it last night? His HOH dumb or HOH ship? He's yeah, like, something <laughs> like that. And like, Aza calling it the Frenchie Fun House. It was the Frenchie Fun House. Here's what I'll say. Because obviously, for Frenchie... He's cracked. <laughs> he is a cracked king. He's a chaotic legend. I'm seeing a lot of people not understanding that that is a good thing. We like this. We want this to stick around. Like chaos is fun. So I'm seeing a lot of people being like, yeah, we hope this week that Frenchie's put on the block. I'm like, I don't, well, maybe on the block, but I don't want to see him go home. We need to eek every little drop of chaos out of this lunatic as much as possible. He is team fun feeds. He is a great villain. I I mean, there's no, like past villains have been actually bad people. I don't think Frenchie's a bad person. I think he's a really bad big brother player and it's fun. It's fun. It's so, in, there's so much. We're going to talk about Frenchie for about nine hours today. Like, <laughs> I know. Frenchie he's is so weird right because now. he, he, is he almost gets it. He almost uh, gets it. And, <laughs> and yet, he does not. <laughs> you know, we talked about this, you know, pre-show, you know, heading into the season where it's like, oh, it's our woke daddy from Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. And he comes in the house. He's like, I don't want to nominate women. I don't want to nominate people of color. I hate that white meatheads always do it. And I don't think he's a bad person for not following through on any of those things. I don't think I don't he's think like so racist for nominating Kylan. No, I don't, I don't think, either. I do think he's actually a really weirdly sensitive and empathetic guy. So much so that it clouds his judgment with everything. He gets into the DR and he talks a big game, and he's like, "Good day, Gummit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill all the the uh, the showmances." And he talks this big game when it's just him and the camera. But as we've seen this week, he has a huge problem promising anything other than the utmost safety to everybody. Right. The moment someone's <laughs> like, "Well, here's the deal." And this is not to take away. This is not to like make fun of or take away from Brent's tragedy where he revealed his father committed suicide. It is not to take away from any of the other. This didn't even make the show like any of the other personal tragedies that people revealed to Frenchie that made Frenchie be like, oh, oh, OK, I guess you're safe this week then. But anytime <laughs> anyone walks in, it's like, hey, Frenchie, here's the deal. I know we didn't talk much this week, but I just want to let you know I'm playing this game because my dog died. And Frenchie's like, I didn't know that about you, man. I, I have a newfound respect for you. I'm going to, I'm going to, I want to be with you. I want to. And like, we even saw this with the slaughterhouse yeah. thing. It's like the moment Alyssa's like, I'm not in a relationship with Christian. She, he's like, Oh, I didn't know that. Join this <laughs> alliance. <laughs> I hated you yesterday. Now join this alliance. I think he's yeah. a weirdly empathetic guy who is, who can be easily manipulated. We don't think of him that way. Cause he's a guy and he's talking like this. But yeah. he's like a really he, he might be like one of the most manipulative hopefully we'll see this like he might be one of the most manipulatable is that a word people we've I ever seen so. on this show. Yeah, maybe. I don't know there's something to you say empathetic. I I'm sure he does have a lot of empathy, but I also think there's just such he's so stuck on how he's going to be perceived at any given moment that that plays into it a lot yeah. as well. 
Um, which is not, that's a perfectly human valid thing. Everyone, most people would be like, oh my God, I like, I can't be edited, edited in this show, talking shit about Brent, calling him a meathead, putting him on the block. And then he tells me this like very vulnerable opens up to me. And like, I just totally like that makes sense to me. He can't just totally ignore that. So but there's so that but that it all just goes into me saying like Frenchie is the villain we should uh, cherish and appreciate. Here's what I'm calling right now, okay? Frenchie is our villain of the season. Tiffany is our hero of the season. Wait, no. Frenchie is our like false prophet villain of the season because he's not gonna last long. And we need to cherish him while we have I mean, him. already, like we're we're like 14 hours into the Kyland HOH and it feels <laughs> yeah. like the last six months in America where every news outlet is like, um, what's Trump doing today? I mean, <laughs> yes. this Trump is, Biden's just kind of going on saying good things and he's leaving. Uh, is that Trump Boring. guy? He's that wacky shit to yeah. say in Florida. Like it's totally. a little bit like that. It's been one day and it's been, it's not even been a full 24 hours yet. And uh, the feeds have been less cracked as you might say. Yeah, like the best feeds are watching Frenchie now that he's not HOH because everyone wants to see how he'll do when he's not in power. He's going to spiral. But wait, I do want to say here. Oh, yeah. So Frenchie's our false prophet villain. He's going to go home in, let's say, four weeks, within four weeks. You know who our true villain's going to be against Tiffany? Sarah Beth. Xavier. Oh! It's going to be the heartless the, the hottie lawyer versus the absolute queen mom phlebotanist. I think so. Cause I think he's the think actual the going to crack. I, I think they're going to, of course they're, they're going to have to, I, I just think like, yeah, end game. If they both get that far, Tiffany's the hero, Xavier's the villain, and they're going to be duking it up. That's what I think. Interesting. I, I think the cookout, is like one of the only real alliances in this house. I mean, they're... I don't know. I don't trust Derek F. I've got some... I love him, but we'll like, see what I happens don't know. When Derek, well, we'll see what happens when Frenchie leaves the game. Because Derek F. is like weirdly loyal to Frenchie. He loves he Frenchie. He loves Frenchie a lot. And and even last night in the votes, um, so they didn't show this, but Frenchie had asked Derek F. and Tiffany to cast Hinky votes. And right. they did like they, that wasn't them acting individually. Of their own. Yeah, exactly. That was like a little thing to to Frenchie to communicate like, hey, I got you. Um, mm -hmm. it, so yeah. we'll see what happens. I think I could see Derek F. Maybe like maybe his loyalty to Frenchie might hurt him in the game. Yeah. He seems like kind of a wild card, actually, to me, Derek F. I don't know that I, I, I think he's loyal to Frenchie. I'm not sure who else he is like totally into. I think he's a, he's like a real floater king. Yeah, he on. is. Uh, he, I, I just, I watching just the Thursday night last night, it was so, they showed all these alliances actually forming. You have this, the fucking slaughterhouse, which is like included people who 24 hours prior, we're on Frenchie's like, I got to get them out list until yeah. he spoke to them. It's like, wow, when you speak to people, you feel a human connection with them. They're human beings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who knew? Uh, I, and even Derek F. said, in the, who is probably the, one of the most loyal people to Frenchie in the house, he even said in a DR, like, 
this alliance is like a joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There are a lot of joke alliances being made. Um, I know we're jumping around. Yeah. So let's just say, okay, so just to get all the business out of the way. So Frenchie first nominates Alyssa and Kyland and has a little bit of drama with Derek X where he calls out Derek X for being in an alliance. And Derek X is immediately like, yeah, I am. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> Derek X, I like him. He is not good. He is not good. No, he's learning. He's learning on the yeah. job. Alyssa is too. You, so, you know, we, you brought up Alyssa. I think both of us didn't really know what to think about Alyssa. We weren't like high on her, really. Right. I, I like her now. I thought... Her being put against the wall in week one, actually, for yes, maybe not entirely for game purposes, but maybe we'll see for game purposes and also just for like fan reasons for, you know, Joker's updates, house guest ratings reasons <laughs> like that made her really, really endearing. It seems totally. like inside the house and outside, like. The first night she was like, she was like having an anxiety attack and she was vomiting and some stuff like that. But then like after she's nominated, she's obviously sad. She's conf confused. Everyone's confused. But yeah, she like I just I don't know. I like her. She puts on her bandana and she's like her back's against the wall and she doesn't give a fuck anymore. She was great. I, I loved her this week. A, I, I was totally rooting for her. Well, especially in comparison to jumping ahead but it ends up being her against travis on the block as we know and travis did nothing Alyssa was having one-on-ones with people she was getting to know people she was bringing out a very good social game which yeah. was which is when you're on the block show people how fun you are show them don't mope in a corner like get involved be fun be the life of the party like talk about things other than the fact that you're on the block and want their vote like get to know them ask them questions I thought she was so good at that. And so, yeah, it made me, even though I don't love that she also seems to be like interested in a Frenchie Brent <laughs> alliance, even though I don't love that, I do like her as an individual and as a player. I thought she was very impressive. It was so funny. I think it was on Wednesday night. Yeah, let me pull it up here. So on Wednesday night, you know, I think the first, one of the first few scenes after, you know, in, coming into the episode, Christian and Alyssa go to Frenchie like, WTF, bro. And this shows you how young Christian is. And he says to Frenchie, is this strictly because of our appearance and that we look like we'd be good together? <laughs> like, it was such a weird thing. It's like, he was he was like saying to Frenchie, like, you're only doing this because we're hot and because like we look like we'd hook up. And he's sort of like <laughs> winking to Alyssa, like, is, it, is there a possibility here? <laughs> right. I don't think Alyssa's really interested in any of them. And I, I think, think she's so actually either. doing a really good job because she's a beautiful girl, obviously, and probably possibly was cast because people because the casting people were like, great, she's hot, she's young, she's our showman's gal. But she's doing it, and a lot of the guys, I think, are interested in her. Um, but she's doing a good job of, like, she's not super flirty, but she's friendly. She's not leading anyone on. She's not, like... You know, she's just being a cool, cool gal. So, you know, props to her. I don't think I don't think we're really gonna get a showman's this year. I don't think so either. And I think that's kind of amazing. I I really don't like I know Whitney is single, but she's got kids. She's on the older side. 
30. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, Can I like, bring up? <laughs> I saw her, you know, she was like kind of cuddling with Xavier last night on the feeds. Mm-hmm. This is this was not confirmed on the feeds because like I, it must have been said while the feeds were down. But Claire, apparently Whitney's got some thoughts about like election integrity and whether or not certain mass shootings happened. And I know I didn't even like, want to bring it up. And, I mean, we're not going to get into it, but like I can't I cannot imagine Xavier learning that about no. Whitney and being like, sign me no. up. Yeah, totally. That's what I'm saying about um, Whitney is like, she seems like another showman's candidate. And like, honestly, I don't know why someone would. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> it's going like, to. I think they'll be cuddle manses. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah for but sure. But speaking of cuddle manses, let me just bring up a very amusing moment from the feeds this week, okay? So they're all sitting around talking about how like they miss cuddling. All right. And. <laughs> Same. And Whitney. Yeah, sure. And Whitney's <laughs> like. Oh, Frenchie, I wouldn't, oh, I probably yeah. wouldn't want to cuddle with you. And he's, he took it so personally. You can see he's his so eyes. Yeah, his eyes like gloss over and he, he was, went into a rage. This is when he's HOH, so everyone's kissing his ass, right? And she says, she's like, you're married. I respect your wife. Like, I wouldn't do that. But you can see the wheels turning where he's like, Whitney, Whitney's ass would look good on the block. <laughs> And then hours later, he was talking to like, I forget who, but to a, to a group of either a group of girls or like maybe Alyssa. And he was like, you know, Whitney said that she didn't want to cuddle with me. Well, here's the thing. Whitney's not my type. I like a woman I can pick up and throw. And I was like, first of all, barf. Second of all, I knew that that comment, like he's the type of guy, an innocent comment. He's going to hold on to that forever. Yeah. Yeah, well, you're fat anyways. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It was such a small, uh, like, uh, I saw that. Love it. And it's like, yeah, maybe Frenchie isn't like the best guy. Like, I think he is in this weird spot as a human where it's like he is aware of the structures that exist in contemporary human society <laughs> yeah. to keep women down, to keep people of color down, to keep, uh, gay people, queer people down mm -hmm. and he wants to do the right thing but it just kind of comes out the wrong way and he gets easily he kind of just gets easily uh, convinced of things gets easily swayed by emotional yes. situations yes. Takes, he just has like a lot of like knee jerk reactions to stuff and you see in his mind he wants the right thing but he just cannot execute it at all and it's, uh, it's going to be fun it's going to be fun it's, it's a wild ride, this Frenchie ride. Um, but so anyway, I guess back to originally it's Kyland and Alyssa on the block. And Derek X and Frenchie have a bit of a kerfuffle. And for a point, Derek X was going to be the new target. He, he was going to get backdoored and put on the block. But he gets picked to play in the veto. And the veto is this weird, like, rollable, like, puzzle, get a ball into the martini. It was fine. Thing. It was fine. Yeah. I don't think I'd seen that before. It seemed hard, actually. Yeah, yeah, actually. Um, I've been watching a lot of Survivor lately. It seemed almost Survivor-esque. Yeah. I mean, Survivor is so good. Um, Danielle. <laughs> so I've actually been getting into some Survivor, and it was yeah. shocking when actual televised Big Brother came back this week to watch it. I was like, this is such a diminished 
low quality product in comparison. I know. I know. Because we, well, you know, we both have our Paramount Plus now. Oh, I yeah. watched a season of Survivor recently and I was just like, this is compelling. Every every tribal council, something crazy happens. Like, this is fun. At same, yeah. At the same time, you have a host who like actually cares and like has so really gotten oh. good at this sort of group therapy session thing. Sorry, we're going on a Survivor tangent now. Uh <laughs> Also, they have the benefit of editing three days into one episode. And I think I think actually in Survivor, the best parts of it are like Tribal Council, the competitions. And mm-hmm. they actually don't show too much of the like scheming at camp stuff. Like days go yeah. by and you don't see any of it. And I even watched like a double double eviction, I guess, or double Tribal Council episode last night. And there was like literally no scheming at camp. The entire episode yeah. was like... Competition Tribal Council. Competition Tribal Council. And this, Big Brother actually excels in the opposite. The competitions Mm. are horrible to watch. (laughs) Julie, God bless her. We love her. She's our namesake. Not, not like a, uh, not not a great, got a great (laughs) host. Not really asking, getting a lot out of the contestants in her few interactions with them. The meat of the show, where the show excels, is me being an idiot on like a midnight on a Saturday, like watching the feeds and actually seeing the the hubbub, the little scuttling, the whispers, all yeah. that stuff. That is where the show excels. It's actually all the stuff outside of the televised broadcast. A hundred percent. And um, I will say one other thing I love about Survivor is when there's a luxury comp and someone wins and then they show them biting into that juicy oh burger. My God. <laughs> Because they've just been so hungry. <laughs> I love that. Anyway. Oh, I, got, I watched one the other day where they got Outback Steakhouses. Like, oh, oh, my God. With the white onion. bread. Yeah, and the brown bread. <laughs> Give okay. me a break. Uh, back uh, okay. to Big Brother. Sorry, America. Yeah, so Derek X wins, which throws Frenchie's plan into a tailspin. And he has to reassess. There's one person left. Even though he, gave, I guess, told Travis he was also safe. Yeah. There's one person who he can still put on the block, and it's Travis. So that's what he goes with. And he gives another weird speech. Like, his nomination speech was about oh. catching a big fish. I got I got the speech written down. Okay, please. Farming's not always sunshine and rainbows. Sometimes you have to choose in a herd of cow who to call, even if it's a stud bull. And in this situation, there's a stud bull that I know I can't beat in this game. Travis, take a seat. I kind of love that he's going with these little like oh my God. farm themed speeches. It's actually very clever of him um, <laughs> to be like, this is my brand, the farm. <laughs> I am a farmer. It's just like, <laughs> it's just visceral, man. Like he's going out there and like killing a bull. I was like, I don't know. That's just very visceral. That's just serious. To me. <laughs> so, yeah. So we got Travis versus Alyssa. Derek X, you know, nice thing for his buddy Kyland, don't you think? Don't you think it's a good thing to do, especially knowing what we know now? <laughs> Which oh, is that yeah, absolutely. Kyland is HOH. Um, so, so that's done. And then he, he, here's the issue with this week as a whole is that, as we mentioned, Alyssa snapped into game mode, talked to everyone. The problem is Travis seems like a perfectly fine guy. Really, very obviously did not care about leaving. Nothing was <laughs> Did good. not really campaign. 
nothing was going on, man. Like, I'm not saying he's dumb, but it's just like, every time he talked, I just don't think he, he cared. Like, no, he didn't care. I mean, he, he wanted to go back to Hawaii. And you know what? Great. So me go too. back. Me too. Yeah. I want to go to Hawaii. <laughs> so yeah like if that's the case get him out now for okay great first boot he's done now let's really get into the game on thursday night were the two speeches we got the two worst in a single episode we've ever seen yes absolutely like, usually we get one that's like god awful and then one that's like a little bit like something a little something a little bit desperate yeah. a little bit Trying to throw people under the bus. And this both were just like, check out my website. And then also a cum joke. Very gross. Um, (laughs) And I had high hopes when he took his shirt off at first. I thought he was going to like cause some drama, like really play into things. And then it was very disappointing. Um, Yeah, like good riddance. Who cares? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it was always going to be him. There was in retrospect, there was no other option. And it's such a great cast full of people who like want to game, want to be here, are going to cause drama. Like already I'm seeing little, little sparks of like potential conflict and a lot of strategy and backstabbing and game botting. And I'm like, I love it. So yeah, he was a great person to go first because he didn't have that. Yeah. In that respect, like it's better for us. Like they didn't get out a big, a big threat in the first week. They got some guy who like wasn't really playing to begin with. And now there's exactly. 15 people in the house who want to play. Even Julie, like when he came out, Julie was like, yeah, all right. I got to talk to you <laughs> for like two whole minutes. That sucks. I know. And then she had to do the extended interview. About, like what? I know they I, paid me it, millions of dollars to do this, but I'm actually <laughs> thinking about quitting along with my husband and leaving CBS. <laughs> And when they, I I groaned audibly when they were like, do you want to see your goodbye? Goodbye videos. He was there for a week. Yeah. What was, a- yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like someone who you're not actually close with writing in your yearbook in a school. Yeah, exactly. It's like someone summer. you didn't really work with at your job is leaving and you're like, well, I guess I'll say bye just mm-hmm. in case. <laughs> yeah. Uh, even she even asked him too. She was like, was not making, making alliances a strategy? <laughs> Yeah, she was kind of a bitch, actually. <laughs> Good for her. The whole production her, was Julie. the whole production yeah. was like they they really kind of laid it on with with um all like just kind of how Frenchie was not playing very well all week yeah. and just like showing this sort of hypocrisy in all these alliances and how so ridiculous good. it was. And he's he's starting this French kiss alliance and all the women in oh our Oh my gosh, like, let's talk about sure. the alliances. Sure. Yeah. Okay. We'll do it. <laughs> Guy who's HOH right now. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about the alliances really quick. So there's French kiss, which barf. Um, so it's Frenchie, Tiff, uh, um, Brittany, uh, Claire, uh, Sarah Beth. Hannah. Yeah. So the, oh, conver- yeah, the conversation that we saw was Hannah, Claire, Aza, Tiff. Um, oh, awesome. And, yeah. And Frenchie. And then they said, oh, well, let's bring Sarah in here as well. But she okay, wasn't cool. physically there as they formed it. Yeah. All the women know that this is a fake alliance. <laughs> they are not interested in this. But Frenchie thinks he's real slick. Then Frenchie's well, other alliance, yeah. Slaughterhouse. Oh, go ahead. What? Oh, no, no. Well, I think there there was separately. I think it actually is sort of a real alliance. It's just that Frenchie is not in it. Oh, yeah, totally. I think I think so, too. I think there's like a semi-real thing going on between everyone in there but Frenchie. Yes. 
I think so too. Give or take. I think Britney's in there somewhere. I think so. I've seen her involved in stuff, but also, I mean, we're we're as we're recording this, I think they're they're taping the uh the wild card, so who knows what's gonna happen. I think Britney's yeah. actually a potential nominee this this week, it seems like. She's definitely one of the least protected um house guests. Yeah, she even though everyone seems to like her, she hasn't really found like her her ride or die or her like real group aside from obviously she was safe last week because of her team because uh Frenchie won but yeah there's not really that like very strong connection for her yet so she might be going up but um so there's also slaughterhouse which is a million people it <laughs> I mean, is it's like Xavier, Whitney, Kylan, <laughs> Christian, Big D, Brent and Alyssa and Frenchie. Right. And then within and, that, there's like Wit, I think like Whitney and Xavier are like the butchers or something like that, which is like the smaller, and maybe Derek F is in there as well. It's kind of confusing. Yeah, but the slaughterhouse as well. I've seen people, I forget if this was in the episode or not. They're all it's a very half-hearted alliance as well. Well, you have Christian and Alyssa in there who, as we mentioned, were like very much. I well, one of them was on the block for half of the week. Yeah. So yeah, and of exactly. course they come in there. Alyssa comes in there, who's still sitting on the block after the veto yeah. ceremony. Like, you want to be in an alliance with us? She's like, Yeah, I got all the votes <laughs> to stay this week. Of course. Yeah, exactly. So, oh wow, really? Me? Oh yeah, sure. I don't think <laughs> she needs have... time to think about that one. Yeah. Then we have the cookout, which is Derek F. Xavier, Aza, Tiff, I think Hannah. I'm not sure if she was involved in the cookout. Um, she wasn't involved in that conversation that we saw. Okay. I think she's, I think they wanted her to be in it or something. But um, so that's a fun, listen, if they can make it great, I'm just not 100% sure that Derek F is, you know, really with it, but we'll see. No, absolutely. But I th I think as far as faults go, Cookout has fewer faults and oh, yeah. stronger bonds than the Slaughterhouse. Like, 100%. I think this Cookout represents like actual people actually connecting on a real level and looking out for each other and also looking out for each other and 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 protecting each other in like an unspoken way that goes beyond like... Okay, so Frenchie threw these eight people, literally half the house, and like people were just strolling in and out. And Frenchie's just like, <laughs> yeah. oh, sure, yeah. Whoever's in the room right now is in the alliance. Like, there's no connection. There's no bond. Those people aren't spending time together. These people, even if they're not spending time together, the cookout, I mean, if they're yeah. not spending time together, they still understand that they're looking out for each other's back. Like, I think you need that in a game like this where it's like, you, you can't be spending 100% of your time with your alliance members or like uh, people are going to start coming after you. So I think there's a benefit to the to It feels like there's a stronger bond, more of an unspoken agreement that will yeah. last longer. Yeah, Derek totally. F. Uh, Derek F. might gut everybody's game for Frenchie. I, he, you know, we don't who know. knows? And who knows yeah. how much longer this, this team thing will last? I honestly don't think this team thing is going to last another more than another three weeks. Like, oh no, I think it's only the first month and then it's like snip snip. Because come on, we can't be having these wild card competitions every week. Yeah. This is killing me. Kylan won last night. I had to pull up my phone and be like, wait, who's who's safe this week? 
Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, then, yeah, we already discussed that there is a, there is a all female alliance. Um, and that one we're excited about too. So alliances are starting, they're percolating. It's fun to watch the first week and see all of the chaos that goes down. Um, so it ends up being, we already discussed this, right? Like Alyssa clearly stayed, Travis gets sent home. One th other thing I want to bring up, okay, about Alyssa, when she was campaigning, she and Whitney, she does a one-on-one -on -one with Whitney and they're actually getting on like a house on fire and they're both in the Slaughterhouse Alliance. They had this really good like long talk where they realize like they're not part of, if there is an all girl group, they're not part of it. Oh yeah. And they also are like, we're probably at the bottom of the Slaughterhouse Alliance. <laughs> like they're, they d discuss it, they talk about it. They're like, you know what we should do? We should just ride that out. We should let, we should throw comps and let either our Slaughterhouse team win and take out that other side, which contains like most of the girls on the girls team. Or if it looks like it's one of those girls who are going to win, let's throw it to them so that they can start taking out Brent. Like they yeah. literally, Whitney was literally like, we got it. Someone else needs to take out Brent for us. And I was like, this is actually very amusing. Being one of the lower tier members of a powerful alliance is one of the best positions you can be in in Big Brother, as long especially as you're in the first half of the game. If you're aware and you can sort of deflect, deflect the bombs, deflect the lobs at bigger players, which is going to happen anyways. Like I think we saw that happen with Steve and BB seventeen. Like, and he was very conscious of it and said it a lot. And I think it is one of the best strategies in this game is to connect with a bigger alliance, but also not be like the main voice yeah not main, be too attached you know yeah i it's just refreshing you know say what you will about whitney i'm sure she has her faults but like it is refreshing to see someone who realizes i'm at the bottom doesn't really have like whitney also doesn't really have a strong uh like partner in crime yet but to realize that and be willing to game her way out of it not like be hooking up with a guy so that he'll be her, you yeah. know, like he'll ride her through the game. Like, it's just very refreshing. It seems like everyone in the cast, other than Travis, is sort of like that. Um, so it was a it was a fun conversation to watch um, and made me maybe like Whitney a little bit more, too, to be honest. Can I run through because we kind of talked about every day. Can I just run through a bunch of it's just like miscellaneous crap? Please do. From the week. Yes. All right. I'm going to go back all the way to Sunday. Danielle, would you purchase a personalized ASMR video from Sarah Beth? <laughs> no. Just, just I don't really munching like on some noodles. <laughs> I don't like that category. Okay. Next. Claire lives in Astoria. Do you think if it were 10 years ago, I would have had a chance? I used to live in Astoria <laughs> as well. 10 years ago, she was 15, so nope. Okay, but I mean like some sort of uh, the lake house scenario, some sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. interdimensional romantic yes. time travel. You know what? I we actually could have spotted do. each other at, at the beer house, at the beer hall. Yeah, I I, I think it might have been possible. Um, Astoria is a magical place filled with with one one future husband of me. So, oh, you hell know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. 
Can we talk about Frenchie's full sugar Coca-Cola addiction? Well, okay, so Coca-Cola not classic. Only- Frenchie, so this is why he's a cracked god, okay? <laughs> Frenchie only drinks two liter bottles of soda and did, I don't think he slept for more than like six hours total when he was HOH. I love he was always him, like walking, like he kind of had spoken to everybody and he's like walking yeah. around into every room. He's drinking straight from the bottle, the two liter bottle, which is a move I can pull off because I live alone. Right. But he's living in a house with 16 other people. They might want to sip. And he's no. like putting his ear up to walls and he's walking around. He's like seeing who's in rooms and walking away immediately. All of, all the while chugging on his sugar juice. And he, <laughs> he drinks uh, it in the morning when thought. he wakes up. I knew you were going to have thoughts on this. Yeah. he Like this morning I was watching because I'm like, I'm really suffering this year. I know I suffer every year because I'm on the East Coast, but like. The fact that now it seems like they're not going to turn the feeds on until after the West Coast episode airs every week. That fucking sucks. Haven't they been doing that the entire time? No, I definitely have watched HOH competitions play out on feeds. Oh, on HOH. We'll see if if they do like the slip and slidey one that always goes long if we get to watch that live on feeds. And I feel like they have turned them on where there's like a winner and then you get to watch scrambling. I've seen it, but they've taken it away from me. And now there's this wild card competition, which blocks out pretty much all of Friday because it's wild card and noms. And these people stay awake until 6 a.m. their time, which is actually okay for me because I'm awake at nine. But like, I'm suffering. I'm not seeing a lot. So today I was like, great. They went to bed reasonably early. I'm going to wake up and I want to see Frenchie's first day as not HOH. And lo and behold, Frenchie's awake. And what's he doing? He's pouring himself a big tall glass of Coca-Cola yeah, this morning. <laughs> he loves the polar bears and Santa Claus sharing a sharing a drink of bubbly with his friends. He also, this happened this morning, I have to say. So he and Derek X have a very weird relationship where I don't think Derek X likes him, but he put up with him and he did what he wanted last week because he was HOH. But so Derek X is now like really buddy buddy with Tiff and he's good with Claire and he's in with like kind of the cool people now. <laughs> but I think he always was. I don't think Derek X has bad so he doesn't have bad social game in that he has no problem making friends. I think he has a bad social game in that sometimes you put him like you put him to the fire a little bit and he like doesn't actually see the mechanics of the game going yeah. on and will just yeah. say stupid shit like Freddie comes up to him and is like, I know you're an alliance, bro. And Derek X is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, not good social game. <laughs> but he's got totally. good connections, good uh, friendships. Yeah. And he, yeah, he just is like, He's not great. He's not good at the game yet, but, you know, he's learning. But so Frenchie clearly sees Derek as his little, like, puppet, as his little puppy that he can kick. Yeah. So he he found Derek alone in a room and went on this rampage and was like, this week you need to watch your back because the people who are closest to you might not have your best interests at heart, whereas the people who are farther away actually do. Which, like, first of all, what? What does that mean? And and Derek is clearly just like, uh-huh, okay, great. <laughs> and then, and Frenchie's like, I'm telling you this because I'm a man. And that's what men do. Man to man, I'm telling you this. And also, I want you to know, I'm sick of being a puppet. 
That's what I did last week. This week, I'm going hard for myself, playing for myself. And it's like, dude, whose puppet were you? You were the HOH, the first HOH. What are you talking about? I'm just like, what seeds is he possibly trying to plant? And he clearly thinks Derek X is an idiot and will be like, oh, wow. I guess Frenchie was a puppet last week. <laughs> like, it's just the fact that he's even trying it. I love, I love to watch. What's like, it's so crazy. Everyone's like, kind of mostly half or at least fully realized that Frenchie is just like a psychopath. Yeah. And I think it was Wednesday night's episode after Derek had won the veto there. They show up, they, ha they have a, com a conversation, which I w watched most of in real life, in real time. And lots of people yeah. were screen capping stuff because like French, they cut that conversation into like, a minute and a half. That conversation mm -hmm. went on for like two fucking hours. And it's just Frenchie saying the same five things over and over again as Derek yeah. like puts on his hoodie and just like slowly <laughs> sinks into his chair. And this is how every conversation goes with Frenchie where he's just like, he's pissed off about being a puppet. He's pissed off about not getting enough respect. He's pissed, like, he's pissed off that this yeah. person is like, needs to go next, but oh, he can't do it. But then like that person talks to him and he's like, oh, actually I love that person a lot. Like they're like, even, mm -hmm. even on Thursday night, they kind of showed this little, they always do this segment for the person who's like inevitably going home where they're like, is Travis actually going to stay this week? Yeah. And the Travis goes to pitch to Frenchie, who, by the way, is the HOH is not voting. Hey, I can be your meat shield next week if you keep me. And even after the conversation, Frenchie's like, wow, this guy's great. We should have had him in, <laughs> we should have had him in the slaughterhouse all along. Like you talk to Frenchie and you let Frenchie lecture at you for a little bit, and Frenchie loves you. And like, you know, and if you even if it's like a Derek X situation where he he kind of hates you, like he's still like, well, if you follow him around and listen to him enough, he'll he'll at least think that you're kind of with him. Right. Yeah. I think he just loves people like he, he loved being in power so much and people sucking up to him and kissing his feet. He loved that. And now he doesn't have that. And I just want to see more of the spiral, but the stupid feeds are blocked because of all this shit. Frenchie needs to be on uh, have nots. He, I, I was hoping so hard I'd wake up and he'd be a have not. It'd be so good. Um, Couple other little random player things. So it, Kyland is H O H this week. Kyland is bad. I like like I like him. I think he's a cool dude, but he is also bad at this game. And so he needs someone to just run this H O H for him because I think we're gonna have another like flippy floppy week. He's um, he's a little he's, he's a little milk toast. <laughs> he's just yeah. He's not like. We're going from a, a real high, a real high HOHitis, and we're just going to go to someone who's like, doesn't want anyone to be mad at him, I think. Like, he doesn't have anyone to put up. He shouldn't have won. He shouldn't have gone for it. Why is he, why did he do this? I saw a good tweet today that was like, Frenchie played a week of HOH in a single day last week, and Kylan is playing out his HOH week as if it's going to be like four months long. And he's just going like super <laughs> yeah, slow. Yeah, I was hoping to see him as HOH at all. And I haven't seen anything I'm yet. Honestly, all the feeds, but I'm interested to see a little of his personality. Like, I think obviously people were high on him because he seems like strong physical, can be strong in physical. Obviously, like a lot of people like him, can, can win in the social game, can win in the physical game, has the raw pieces needed to succeed in this game. I just didn't get a ton of personality out of him this week, even though he was nominated. And then the same way yeah. that like, we talked about earlier, like 
when Alyssa went on the block, we saw Alyssa come out and come out to play. And Kylan felt like he was just kind of hanging out all week. So mm-hmm. I'm, hopefully we get to see a little bit more attitude, a little bit more something from, from Kylan. Listen, you can hope, but I'm pretty sure the most interesting thing about Kylan is how much he loves that. Popcorn. He loves it. He loves it. <laughs> he loves like, Orville. Not, he loves Some Orville people are just like nice Parker. and fine. They're just nice and fine. You know, it's like, that's fine. Not everyone can be a Tiffany. Not everyone can be a star. Not everyone can be a kooky little Sarah Beth or a, a crazy Britney, high energy Britney. But that's just the life we lead. But, um, oh, I had someone else who I wanted to comment on. So yeah, Kylan, I think is going to be kind of boring. Uh, oh, you know who I was hoping would go on the block and leave this weekend? He might. Brand champagne. champagne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he sucks. Because he's just like Frenchie's footman. Although there is like, there's a, if he sticks around and Frenchie sticks around, there's definitely going to be a very interesting plot line of like, you know, Frenchie started as Tony Soprano and Brent was um, Syl, his consigliere. Or is Brent and, his, uh, what's his name? The other guy, the younger fellow. Polly Walnuts. No, the, the uh, oh. Michael. Is that his name? Michael Imperioli's character. Oh, Christopher? Christopher. <laughs> no, well, maybe. Maybe like the Christopher. But that power is going to change. And we're going to see Brent be like, I don't need to respect Frenchie anymore. I can do my own thing. I'm better. Yeah, that's a Christopher and move. That's a fun relationship to watch. Get, a, so, get loaded on heroin <laughs> and be like, I don't need Tony anymore. He yeah, doesn't exactly. respect me. So we'll see. Um, but if he went home, I wouldn't. It wouldn't be that big a deal. He's he very sucks. boring on feeds. He's he very boring. He sucks. Yeah. So that those are just a couple other little random thoughts. Everyone else still loving Oz. I love Tiff. I really love um, Claire. Is fine. I I think people are very um, effusive over Claire, and I like her, but I don't honestly. I don't love her yet. Yeah, no, I I completely understand that. Yeah, yeah. Oz, is, Oz has been great. Oh, another another thing from my grab bag. Uh, from Wednesday, they're talking about the sort of like uh, beachy cocktail uh, uh, setup for the Vita ceremony. Oz says in the DR, I've been to Miami Spring Break 2011. That is, first of all, 10 years ago. <laughs> so we know Oz is truly a 30-year-old. She's a fellow old. To yeah, be exactly. like, oh, 2011. Yeah, that was a great time, huh? <laughs> Those were the days. Those were the days. <laughs> Obama's first um, term. You were in your early your early 20s. Yeah, those are good days yeah. for lots of us. Can't yeah, get totally. Them, can't get them back. You old. <laughs> welcome to the old club. <laughs> You're washed. Um, speaking of young. Join us. So that was, in a, that was someone who I've pretty much forgotten about all week. Hannah. I oh, really yeah. can't. I think she's smart. She gives good DR, but like in the game, she's kind of a nothing right now. A little bit. I, I can't pull fine. any examples out, but it seems yeah. just like from Twitter and stuff. She knows what's going on. She knows what's going on a, a lot in this game. She, I, I think she's honestly probably the best for her game that she's like hanging out and doing nothing right now. She has a good view of what's actually happening in the house. And she's not on anybody's radar. Like, what else could you, short of 
setting yourself up with a strong protection of an alliance, which I think she has a little bit of. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the slaughterhouse, but again, the slaughter—who knows if the slaughterhouse is real? Like, short of doing that, it seems like she seems like she's in a good spot. Yeah. She knows what's going on, and she's not on anybody's radar. She can take a nap for a month, and and we'll see who she comes out to play with. You know? Yeah, I'm just after the sort of the way over. I sort of the way I was with Alyssa. I am curious to see like what her actual gameplay will be like, and if it'll be good or bad. But yeah, she's in a she's in a good spot. Um, I'll withhold judgment. Uh, we don't really have many spoilers to discuss because nothing has happened yet. The feeds are down, but we do have questions unless you have anything else from your grab bag you want to discuss. Let me open up the grab bag. Um, no. Okay. So, um, just first want to start with a comment from Chi-Town Patty. Remember to be strong and courageous. Oh yeah. That was in, that was in the grab bag. <laughs> Julie's sign-offs. Uh, let's keep a tally of them. She was so, courageous with that tunic. Yeah. Um, Shao Shao wanted us to know that Frenzy, Fren, Frenzy, she's calling him Frenzy, sounds like a fortune cookie. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, the saboteur BB wants to know, what's one thing you'll take away from watching Travis and why is it him in a dress? You know, I do think they picked one really good scene of Travis to make him endearing to the audience. Like that was, it was nice to watch him like put on the heels, commit to the dance. I thought that was very cute. Uh, Yeah, it was fine. Like that was the most he could offer. I mean, that and like the weird cum joke and his fucking I did not like, like that, that it was, was gross good. like that's honestly yeah. he left a bad taste in my mouth and uh, <laughs> yeah. it got in my mouth and I hated it yeah and um, whatever goodbye I will we'll catch you on a zoom on uh, on finale night yeah exactly um, Rennie Stan oh. wants to know can you discuss Derek F's crush on Frenchie because what okay so yeah. This is a really good question. Yeah. Not that I wrote it because I am not Rennie San, but it's a <laughs> it was, great question. Yeah. <laughs> sure. So this is, I need to really think about this myself. Frenchie is 34 years old. Danielle. He, he, okay, go ahead. Probably around the time that the, uh, the team's twist is going to end in about three weeks. I'm going to be 34 years old. I'm currently not 34 years old. I know. I'm, I'm fucking staring down the barrel. It is. It's yeah. right here. It's right here. But you are not a farmer and you drink something other than Coke 24 hours I'm drinking a day. cold brew right now. And you sleep. More than two hours a night. I sleep a lot, but I'm, you know, sometimes. So, so this is all, yeah. You know. This is all to say that Frenchie, you know, he's clearly looks like he's lived a little more than 34 years. He's got a grizzled, shall we say, a he's grizzled got more gray. Exterior. You're looking at it. The, the audience can't see it, but I don't have very much gray in my beard. You got to get no. really up close. There are sev- There are certainly a few scant, scattered gray hairs in my beard, but my beard is full color. It's like Wizard of Oz, baby. (laughs) It's not black and white. It's Um, in color. 
He also never takes his hat off, which every woman knows is suspect. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, what's hiding under there? Um, Nothing's hiding under there. And that's the, that's but, the point. But here's what I'll say in his defense of hotness. <laughs> there is a cracked confidence <laughs> that is undeniable and it's like if that's what you're into if that is something he's got the that, tattoos he's got this like lanky strong guy energy he's lived he has lived honey he's got tales to tell and if that's what you're into if you're he's young because Derek F bull. is young right he took the stud and he yeah. called the stud in the field bruh Derek F is young he, he's out drinking champagne with his buddies he's not used to like a mature married man who like takes care of his family. I, I this is what I'm assuming. So maybe that's enticing to Derek F. I think. Well, he's 29. He's not that young. So oh, <laughs> Derek Frazier's 29. <laughs> he's well, almost. He's, an he's old. in such a different phase of his life, though. It seems like he's still in like the partying phase and having fun. I, yeah, with well, champagne can't get you wasted. Uh, <laughs> I think partially what this is referencing is there was. I don't know if you saw this. There was. A quote where Derek F. basically was like, yo, Frenchie is my type. I would get with that if he weren't married with kids. So it's entirely physical. I mean, he's not. I don't I think Frenchie is like unattractive. I think he's like a perfectly fine looking guy. Um, but so that's it. If that's his type, that's his type. It's a, yeah. I mean, it's shocking. He's we've never so seen. We've never seen like. Uh, We've never seen a crush like this on Big Brother. No, we sure haven't. It's great. And he's just we so love it. unhinged. That's why it's hard. That's why I think it's really shocking. You know, that that you could be, like, as you said, they had that long conversation with Frenchie talking in circles. Like, how can you have a crush on someone after that? I'd be like, oh, God, stay away from me. But, but they know, talk a lot. They have folks. bonded a lot, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. in, which we haven't really seen on the which we haven't really seen um, on the show that much. So, like, they are close. I don't like crush. Sure, whatever. We love it. Crush on whoever you want. Yeah. Um, Okay. Uh, (laughs) So that, I think, also answers this question from from Vegetable Claire, who wanted our opinions on Frenchie being a dilf. (laughs) Wow, Frenchie is in everyone's thoughts these days. He is just, everyone's dreaming of Frenchie. Um, Matt May, 81, (laughs) wants to know, Travis saying his whole untrue white guys with abs normally being the first to go to Julie. Was that a low-key claim of revert? Oh, low-key claim of reverse racism was the cause? That was a weird thing for Travis to say. Like, has he even seen the show? (laughs) I don't, well, I think, one, I don't think he has seen the show. I don't know. Like, yeah, it was I, when he said that. I was like, "Okay, that first of all, no, that never happens on this show." And it's like, I don't know, I I um, have nothing to say to Travis. Like, whatever he said that, I didn't think it was a smart or good thing to say. Wh- whatever, yeah. like he he was on live TV. He was just evicted. He said a stupid fucking thing. Whatever. Goodbye. We'll never see you again. Yeah. Um. So in the last like second. We have some late-breaking spoiler news. Oh, we have a winner? So we do have a winner. Sarah Beth won the wild card yeah! competition. <laughs> but so the the choice was you can take the safety, but you have to switch teams. 
and she chose not to. So she's not safe and she didn't switch teams. Wow. Well, she actually has a waste. She, but she has a good relate. We haven't talked about her much. She has a good relationship with Kyland. Kyland's yes, not going to nominate yes. her. As we as we mentioned, you know, before the the series kicked off, like there was potential for like sort of a nerd alliance going on with the cosplayers. Remember, Kyland steals Valor. He dresses up as a cop and goes to Comic Con and says, "Let me in. I'm a cop." Yeah. Not a guy who loves popcorn. <laughs> yeah, that is a crazy. That what the hell? Where is that guy? So um, there is. So there is a Sarah Beth Kyland relationship there. I think it's yeah. just coming from like I, she doesn't need the safety. She doesn't need the safety this week. I don't think there's a scenario in which she's she's going home. So yeah, it was not a bad game move. It was just a pointless thing for the Big Brother to do, which took down the feeds for five hours. Anyway, <laughs> and now we're going to have to, they're going to have to spend 20 minutes in an episode doing this whole thing. And then oh she's like, God. no, I'm good. <laughs> Again, this is what we talked about. Like, there's so much, there's so much stuff. There's so much circumstance, pomp and circumstance. There's so much ceremony that happens in Big Brother. It's three hours a week. And it still feels like we barely get to see any, like, conversations and stuff juice, on the show yeah, and all the, the fucking show. circumstance like all the pomp and circumstance of the show all the ceremony of the show it's today's the veto ceremony as you know we all have to vote for the veto i yeah. have selected you which means you have to use a veto like it's so boring it sucks yeah. i hate yeah. watching it. i just want to watch the feeds. <laughs> uh so interesting we'll, we'll see who the uh nominees are in a little bit soon very um, soon the most we have a very important question which we were you, we have not gotten to it yet. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> One River Mike. Classic, classic mm -hmm. fan of, of Hey Julie. One of the originals. We saw the opening credits for the season. Is it a hot or not in order for everybody's looks? Okay, One River Mike. All right. I know we're, we're out of, almost at an hour here. We're not going to do, I don't think we're going to do a hot or not for everybody. No. Mainly because I don't want to pull up the the video right now, <laughs> but can we just do general impressions on the on the the opening credits? Yes. Who stood out? So we have Frenchie pulling on his, suspenders. but he does a little like heel click. He does a little like jump and like tap his his heels a together, like he's <laughs> yeah, yeah as a leprechaun. <laughs> I would say singing in the rain. I don't even know if they do that in singing in the rain, but it yeah, feels like a, a good dancey move. Um. <laughs> So, Frenchie's fine. Derek F, boxing, of course. Oh, so we are going to go through all of them. Well, I'm just going through the ones I remember. <laughs> Whitney, uh, blow a kiss girl. Grown. Of course. Grown. <laughs> it feels like four of the guys got, why don't you just put your hands in your pockets? <laughs> yeah. Except, That's what and I don't know if this is be. the one you were going to call out as an iconic This is the only one. one. I don't even know. I think I know who you're going to say. There was only one iconic one, and it's cringe, but it's iconic. Brent <laughs> Champagne. It's Brent Champagne. Directing the He's plane. like, all right, put on your own mask first, and then secure your child's mask. <laughs> if you are in the emergency good. room, I need to <laughs> get a verbal confirmation that you are willing to open the door. Uh, the light vest is, is under the seat. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, thank you for that question. Because we just we did say we were going to discuss this before we started recording, and we forgot. So thank you. And I think he's last as well. Like they knew it's like wow. For the first time <laughs> in five years, we got someone who could do something else. We're going to yeah. give the fucking like seatbelt maneuver. <laughs> the, the hammer spot. We're going to give him the best spot in the opening. So good. Uh, thank you for your questions and comments. Follow us. The, our account is lit right now at HeyJulieBB on Twitter because we are we are in it this year. It's a great season. We're watching the feeds. We're keeping up. So find us there and send us all of your thoughts throughout the week. Um, we'll be back at some point with more of an episode. We don't, we're not sure when. Reminder, we're casuals and we have jobs, but we will be back. <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself. Bye, Julie. Bye, Julie. <laughs>